Parsha and Parsha's Amor. Thank you. It says Shur of, of what's the last one? Shur o kesev o es, an ox or a lamb or a goat, etc. You will offer to Hashem. That's the pas- one of the psukim which is in Parsha's Amor. Now. We're going to get to that pasuk at the very end of this midrash. So you might be wondering, well, where, where is it? It's at the end. But we're on a, on a little journey to arrive there. So, starting there with letter hey, it's a pasuk from, from Kohelis. The Ho'elokim Yavakeshes Nirdaf. Hashem seeks out the one who is pursued. When somebody is being pursued, Hashem is with you. That's a near-death. Rabbi Huna b'shem Rabbi Yosef Amr. Rabbi, Rabbi Huna says in the name of Rabbi Yosef, La'ulam v'elokim yivakesh es near-death. Hashem always sides with the one who is pursued. Yivakesh, he seeks him out. So what do you have? You have a chaser, a pursuer, a rodef, and the person who's being pursued. Where does Hashem put himself? On the side of the pursued. Now just take a look. I, I numbered the portion that we're going to do so we can go back and forth more easily. So on the side of the page, left side, there's a check and number, number one. It says there in the Yosef, La'ulam, this means that it's always the case. That God seeks out the one who is pursued. Well, how do we know it's always like that? The midasasam the lopiresh, being that the pasuk in Kohelis doesn't qualify it. Im tzadik, im rasha, whether he's righteous, whether he's wicked, mashma dechol nirdaf. It sounds like anyone who's pursued is sought out by Hashem, because it doesn't say, well, if he's righteous, bein tzadik, bein rasha, whether he's wicked or whether he's righteous, yivakesh elbono, Hashem will seek out. And try and solve his pain. Bein sheyihiya rodfo tzadik, bein sheyihiya rasha, and it doesn't matter whether the pursuer is a tzadik or a rasha either. Now let's go back to the midrash and see a little more. A lot of there'll be a few puzzling things here. Back in the midrash, atamot say tzadik rodev tzadik. You have a case where one tzadik is pursuing another tzadik. So what happens there? Hashem seeks out the one who is pursued. Russia wrote a Now you have a wicked person who's chasing a tzaddik. Hashem seeks out the one who is pursued. Russia wrote Russia. One Russia chases another, like the United Nations. And Hashem sides with the pursuit. The truth is, the United Nations is Russia, Rode, Saudi. It's all the other nations against Israel. Now comes the big Kurdish. Even a Tzadik who pursues a Russia, Hashem sides with, seeks out the Nirdaf, the one who is pursued. Now we have to understand, because everybody is thinking, like, how could that be? So take a look on the left side, 
where it says the number two. Number two there with the check, Afilu Tzadik Rodef Russia. So the Yosef explains, what does this mean? Lo Sharodfo Arishaso. It's not talking about a case where a tzaddik is chasing down a Russia because he's a Russia and he's trying to eliminate evil in the world. Deem came mitzvah, because that's a mitzvah. You're supposed to eliminate evil from the world and kill our enemies. So that's not what it means. But rather that tzaddik is chasing down the Russia somehow for his own personal glory that he gets a little confused. And in chasing down the wicked man, he's more about his own prestige and glory, the tzaddiks, than destroying evil from the world. Hashem sees that confused, mixed up, lack of priority, getting lost in one's own ego. Yeah, Hashem will be mavakeshis us there. But just a broader lesson for all of us, outside of these very big lessons here in our own life, you know, uh, we have to have in clear ideas as to why we're doing certain things in life. And, and maybe we think that we're getting rid of evil in the world, and that, that's a mitzvah. But if it's about our own glory, that needs to be fine-tuned. Hashem is not fond of that, that we're trying to chase down evil for our own prestige and for our own kavod. So there Hashem, so to speak, sides, even in this case, with Russia, who's being near to us. Because the tzaddik is not pursuing him with the right intentions. Yeah, Linda, please. What if it's a little of both? What if it's like a little of both? Like it usually is. A police officer who's doing his job, right. and they're obviously doing it, wants to succeed, and right. it's a little ego in there. Or what if it's the IBS? Okay. You know, obviously, it's tough, right? Yeah. I, I think you have to go with that which is the dominant so in other words, the IDF is there to protect the Jewish people. That's why we're there. And they're, they're firing on people who are trying to murder us. Pardon me? That's true. That's true. Thank you. No, but the Rebbe is saying a good point. They're the road theme. Right? They're out to kill us. That's their ideology. We're protecting ourselves. And that's where the world gets confused also. The Israeli army is so much stronger, so we must be the aggressors. No, we're not. They're the aggressors. So thank you. That's a very important point of clarity. We'll take it off the table. Yes. Right, right. And, he's, and he, certainly the police officer has his own prestige and things. We just hope that Hashem will help the police take care of business properly the way that they need to. And we know that there's, you know, not, there's problems sometimes with how that all works out. So Hashem should make it all work out well. Everybody should be safe. Yeah. Any comment, Ramsey? It's just a big lesson. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, a lot a of louder. relationships when you're pursuing people. I mean, I'm just wondering how far this is because most of us are policemen, you know, but. In our lives, we're pursuing people, we're being pursued by people mm -hmm. for, you know, whatever. So it's just always better to be on the fleeting side. <laughs> right. And, or, and also to make sure that our priorities are clear as much as possible. Okay, now we're going to bring down several examples of that. We'll go back to the Midrash. Mikol Makom, 
in any situation, Vo Elohim Yavakeshes Nirdav Hashem seeks out the one who was pursued. And of course, that means except where the, a person is doing a mitzvah of destroying evil in the world, as Eitzosef points out. Rabbi Yehuda bar Rabbi Simon Amar, b'shem Rabbi Yossi bar Rabbi Nahoroi. They say, I'm about t- t- ten lines down mm-hmm. in the Middish. La'olam ha-Kadosh Baruch Hu tovei adaman shel nerdotin min harodfin. Hashem will always seek out the blood, I mean the spilled blood of those who are pursued by those who pursue them. So now we're going to see several examples of Rodfim and Nerdafim, people who are pursuing and people who are being pursued. Shekain, Hevel, Nerdaf, meet Kayan. Hevel, he was chased down by Kayan. Ubachar HaKadosh Baruch Hu And Hashem chose Hevel. Shenemar, as it says, Vayisha Hashem El Hevel Ve'el Min when Cain and Hevel brought their korbanos, and, and each one brought a korban from what they had, Cain from his flocks and Hevel from his crops. So, did I get, did I get that right, or did I reverse it? Is that right? Okay. So, we know that Hashem turns to Hevel's korban. Hevel was pursued by Cain, ultimately killed by him. Uh, the Mephorshim say here, I don't know if this is agreed upon by all the Mephorshim, but just those that I saw, that in that Cain killed Hevel, we can infer from that that he was already prior to that pursuing him. There's something going on already behind the scenes. He's pursuing him, chasing him down. Next one. Noach nirdach mipnei dorov. Noach was pursued by his generation. Now that would be a Russia or Rishoim chasing a Tzadik. And Hashem chose Noach. Shenemar, as it says, I see you as a righteous person in front of me in this generation. Avraham Nimrod. Avraham was chased by Nimrod. That's another example of a Russia chasing a tzaddik. And Hashem chose Avraham. Shenemar, as it says, we. Say this in our morning davening. Atahu Hashem Hu Elokim Asher Bacharta Avram. You are Hashem Elokim, who chose Avram. Yitzchak Nirdaf Mipnei Polishtim. Yitzchak was pursued by the Polishtim. They were jealous of him. Abarcha Kodesh Borachu Be Yitzchak, and Hashem chose Yitzchak. Shenamar Ra'o Ro'inu Kihoyo Hashem Imach. When they came back to him, to uh, try and, and plead with him. So Hashem says, I'm sorry, they say, we see that Hashem is with you. That was again Rishoim chasing a tzaddik. Yaakov nirdav mipnei Esav. Yaakov was chased by Esav. Ubachra kodesh baruch hu Yaakov. And Hashem chose Yaakov, shenemar, as it says in Tehillim, ki Yaakov bachar lo ka. Hashem chose Yaakov for himself. Okay, so now these are all Rishoim chasing tzaddikim. Now we're going to go into something a little more delicate. Next one. Yosef Yosef was pursued by his brothers. Now this would be tzaddik, rodef tzaddik. These are righteous chasing the righteous. The shiv teikah, they're all tzaddikim. Hashem chose Yosef. Shinemar, as it says, Edus bi Hosef Samo. Hashem 
placed his testimony on Yosef. Yehosef is Yosef. Moshe Nirdafim Neparo. Now we're back to a Russia chasing its attic. Moshe was chased by Paro. Also in Tehillim. Moshe is his chosen one. David Nirdaf Mipnei Sha'ol. That's the Tzadik and the Tzadik. Sha'ol was the Tzadik. He's chasing Yosef. And Hashem chose David. He chose David, his Evid. Sha'ol Nirdaf Mipnei Pelishtim. Sha'ol was chased by the police team. And Hashem chose Sha'ol. That's Rishoim chasing its Adik. Shinamar Hariisem Asher Bukhar Bo Hashem. Shmuel Hanavi says as they're about to anoint Sha'ol as the first king, Shmuel Hanavi says, Have you seen this one who Hashem has chosen? Now we're going to see a fascinating thing here. Now where is this? where the police team chased Shaul. What are we talking about when the Midrash brings that out? So go back up into the commentary. And number five, it's about you know, 12, 13, 15 lines down in the Maharzu. And there, I, put a, I put a little box around it. You see it there? Little box? Yeah? Okay, okay, good. I wasn't getting a response, wasn't sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> So, when, what happened there when Shaul was being chased by the police team? Shaul nirdaf mipnei police team. Kamo shakasu b'midrash, the midrash writes Shmuel, on, on the midrash and Shmuel, on the Sefer Shmuel, al pasuk Shmuel aleph dalet. On the pasuk in Shmuel aleph dalet. Now what happened there? What happened there is that this is when Eli HaKohen was, was the Kohen Gadol and the leader of the Jewish people. And the Jewish people unfortunately sent the Aron of Hashem out into battle. And what happened? We were defeated by the police team and they took the Aron. And they had it for quite a while. It was a horrible tragedy. And when word came back to Eli HaKohen that the Aron was captured and that his two sons were killed, he fell backward in his chair and broke his neck and he died. It was a striking a striking scene. Now it says there, who was the refugee? Who was the one who came back from the battle and gave Eli that news? It says there, Shmuel Aleph Dalet, Vayoretz Ish Binyamin. A man from the tribe of Binyamin ran to tell Eli, and what did he have? Shechetav Sha'ul. It was Sha'ul. Before he was Sha'ul HaMelech. Shachataf Shaol Haluchos Miyad Goliath. That Shaol heard that the police team grabbed the Aron and he ran to Goliath, to Goliath, who was holding the Luchos. And Shaol grabbed the Luchos from Goliath and took off and ran away. He saved the Luchos. A tremendous act of heroism. Uborach Venirdaf Mimenu. And at that point, he became pursued by the police team. And that was the zechus that Shaul had to become the king. That he was Moser Nefesh. And the Midrash says there that he ran, according to some, 40 mil, that's about 40 kilometers. Some say he ran 120 kilometers that day. 
getting the luchos, grabbing them from Shaul, running back to our territory, going to Elia Cohen. In one day, he did something with an incredible feat. And all to be Moser Nefesh to get the luchos back out of the hands of our enemies. So he became the king. And that's what it's talking about when it says that Hashem chose Shaul, who was being pursued by the police team. Fascinating story. Okay, back in the Midrash. Yisrael, Yisrael Nerdafin Umas. Now we're back to the United Nations. All right. The Jewish people are chased by the nations of the world. Ubachar HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael. And Hashem chose the Jewish people. Shenamar, as it says, Uvacha Bachar Hashem Lihiyos Lo Laam Sagula. And Hashem has chosen you to be an Am Sagula, a treasured nation. Just by the way, just because I mentioned the United Nations, this is something that to me is so typical and so unbelievably absurd. Abbas gave a speech the other day, and he said his typical anti-Semitic Jew-hating comments in his speech. And he was a little more obvious than he usually is, for whatever reason. He was more obvious about his anti-Semitism. So Europe is upset with Abbas because they're accusing him of being an anti-Semite. So I'm thinking, and, and they're discussing this. Is he? Is he not? Right. Here's a man who pays people to kill Jews. The Palestinian Authority pays people to murder Jews. And they pay the family of the terrorist a lifetime salary. And you're wondering whether or not he's an anti-Semite? He's murdering Jews. His people are murdering Jews. That's the state of the world. And they're so upset now because it appears, Mr. Abbas, that that was an anti-Semitic comment. But killing Jews isn't, right? Unbelievable. I had to get that off my chest, <laughs> as you can see. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's, please. it's good that we're pursued, apparently. Yes, yeah, we're being pursued, and Hashem's uh, with us. Right? We're the Nirdafim. Even when we're strong, we're the Nirdafim. Please. Have, I have a problem with that, where you were saying before, yeah. Robinson's comment. Which one, Linda? That I, I don't think being a nerdof means that you're that we're sheep. It's just a mitzvah. Right? The reality is the Jewish people are are pursued by in every in every part of history. It doesn't mean we're weak, and it doesn't mean we're sheep we're sheep to the slaughter. We can defend ourselves, and we should. But we are pursued. No, we don't choose that, but that happens to be where we come at. That's Hashgatha. I think I don't, I don't think, please, you, re answer for yourself. Please, well, Robinson. Yeah. Yes. That one I made earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's interesting because I recently read that this whole idea of, especially during the Holocaust, Jews going like sheep to slaughter was promulgated by anti Semites, and it was really not true. And it gives a very wrong impression of what was happening there. And, and the Jewish stance. 
And so I don't think that's, I mean, we are compared to sheep by Hashem himself, and that has meaning. But the way it was hijacked and used at that time, I, I, I think it is upsetting, and I, I, I don't see us as Jews in that way. I think Jews made very clear in Israel not to be seen that way with the military that they've developed. Mm-hmm. I was talking about in terms of relationships, because as I said, most of us are not in these military situations, that being viewed just, there's a difference between being on the, I guess, I don't know how I relate to being on the offensive, but being the aggressor. And it's in human relationships. In human relationships. Right. That I'm taking from this that that's not a, a role I want to be in. And that I will choose the role, or I will be more okay with the role of being pursued because I appreciate there's something in here that God favors. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. You don't want to choose victimhood, right? Right, right, right. Exactly. for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. not a choice that everybody yes. can say after Jews, no matter what. It's not like we chose it. Right. We are, they go, hey, we're special. And I think they feel it, and they're jealous of it, so they go after it. I, I don't think, and you know, what you mentioned is so true. My father-in-law was in the World War II, obviously, and he was in the Army back and forth, whatever. And when he came back with the, when he heard how people were saying, Jews were like sheep going to slaughter, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of idea. He was very upset. Mm-hmm. He said, don't tell me. We fought back as much as we could. Right. He right. said, we didn't just sit there and go, okay. He said, and, that, and, and I agree with the reference. That's the implication that's made now. And it's not the way, they didn't just sit with the saber and say, right. I'm not going to fight and I'm just right. going to, no. Right. So I, I think, you know, that's Okay, Thank you. Thank you very much. Important comments. I also want to add, I don't think that being pursued equates seeing one having a victim mentality. I don't I don't know that those have to go together. And to me that's another hallmark of a Jewish people. That as much as, as we have been pursued, we do not act like victims. We're the leaders in the world. So I don't I think they can be coupled together and many people mm-hmm. do and experience life that way, mm-hmm. and that's Chaval. And I think this is a kind of an antidote to that, that being pursued does not make you a victim. In fact, it makes you pursued by God. So that's another way to be looking at it and experiencing the whole thing. Right. A completely different example, it just happens to be, uh, I read in the paper the other day that there's a, a, an excellent uh, college quarterback uh, whose last name is Rosen. And he was drafted in the first round of the NFL draft, which is a big deal. Now, his father is Jewish, and his mother is not Jewish. But people in the world consider him to be Jewish. So he gets a lot of anti-Semitic comments, because he's a very public person. So I read in the paper the other day that he says he actually enjoys it because it motivates him. <laughs> and that's an athlete, right? Just anything to get one, more, you know, one, one edge, another edge. He said, it motivates me. Just makes me play that much stronger. I thought it was an interesting comment. Linda, please. Yes. What about the girl that's being pursued? The guy that's being pursued, I should say. The guy 
Okay, hopefully he's not an aggressor, right? He's just looking for a wife. But we could say that maybe because she's the one being sought after, Hashem is siding with her. That's what you want to say, right? Is that what you're saying, tongue-in-cheek? I, hope, I yeah. hope it's not. <laughs> I hope it's like, okay. okay, last part of the Midrash here. Uh, few, the last few lines. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yossi, Ben Zimra, Omar. So now we get to the point we were starting from, Shor Okes of Oase. If there's an ox, sorry, an ox or a lamb or a sheep, those are the animals that you bring uh, for Karbanos. Those are the, the ones that Hashem chose. Omar, I'm sorry, he said, Omar Afbek, on, on the last three lines um, of the Midrash, back in the Midrash, it's right here, where it says Rabbi Eliezer, where my pinky is. Yeah. I'll say it again, Rabbi Eliezer, by Rabbi Yossi, Ben Zimra, Omar, he says, Afbek Karbanos Kach, so the same principle that Hashem wants the Nirdaf, the one who is pursued, it, it applies to the animals that are brought for Karbanos. Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem said, Sure, nirdaf mibnei ari. A cow, cattle, is chased by a lion. Ez nirdaf mibnei namer. A goat is chased, chased by probably a leopard or something like a leopard. Keves mibnei ze'ev. And a lamb is chased by a wolf. So all of these animals that are offered on the Mizbech, they're all pursued animals. They're, they are all nirdafim. So Hashem, so when you bring a korban on the Mizbeach, let it be a pursued animal, a nirdav animal, not a chasing aggressor animal. Hadahu deceive as it's written in the Torah, Shor Okesev Oez Ki Yivaleid. When they give birth to their young, bring that as a korban. And just move over there to number six on the right side there. Where it says af bekarbanos, ki hakarbanos moel gam lohem sheyukublu beratzen lifnei Hashem, because when it comes to karbanos, and the, we want them to be received with favor by Hashem, with goodwill, so we bring up an animal that brings out the favor of Hashem, because they they are nirdafin animals, and that quality therefore is offered on them. and Hashem turns toward that. Please, Mrs. Dishman. They're not kosher animals anyway, right? Yeah. So it turned it, and it could be just you know bahashgacha that that's how it turns out. Yeah. That's an act of hashgacha that Hashem makes the kosher animals the one that are nirdafi. I'm just speculating but that I might be the case. Are there kosher animals that are not necessarily being yeah. pursued by other? Are there, there are kosher animals that you can't bring on the mizveh, like a deer. You can't bring a chaya, right? You don't bring wild, undomesticated kosher animals on the mizveh. The whole, the whole deer species, all of those are not brought. It's either um, a cow or an ox or a sheep or a goat. And a ram is a goat. It's a, a mature goat. It's not, not in the deer family. Is that what you were asking? No, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I wanted to say something funny back to Linda that oh. someone said to me that they said that when I got engaged that I, I chased my future husband until he caught me <laughs> so that's real close <laughs> did Hashem help you or did he help us both it was just the way you wanted Linda both of us 
Okay, what time do we got up there? Okay. All right, so I'll do, I'll do one more comment from the side here, which is wanted to bring out. Let's see if you got it there. If I can find it. Might be a little bit long. Okay, yes, yeah, a little bit long, but I'll just bring out outside number four that Cain and Hevel, that Cain was the aggressor, the pursuer in Hevel. So Cain was the person who had the land, and Hevel was the person who had the metaltaline, which means the movable property. Now I'm getting confused. All right, Cain brought crops, right? Because he was the farmer, right? He brought, he had, he had the, he had the land, and Hevel brought the sheep. So the Gemara says, and they were, and that the people who own the land in general are stronger, more powerful people. The people who own the real estate, like today, are the stronger, more powerful people than the people who own the metalton, which are goods and merchandise. There's plenty of money you can make in merchandise, a lot of people do. But who's got the big money? The real estate developers, right? So the Karka people, the Gemara says, they're the ones, they're the Baalei Zroa. It means that they have a strong arm. So Kayan also, in this case, was the one who had the land. He was the stronger of the two, and he became the aggressor with Havel. That's the point that the, the commentary brings out. Okay, yes, Gail, please. Yeah, I think, to, to me, I, I'm thinking about two. I'm sure that there are many. One is what you just said, that being that the Jews are often the ones who are near Dothim, that we know that Hashem is with us. You know, in, in, in our being chased from one country to the next over the course of Jewish history, Hashem is, is with us. Imo Anochi Bitsara. Then another side of that to me, which is more of a Bein Adam L'chaveiro, is to arouse our own compassion on people who are near Dothim. You know, we meet people in life who have been chased from one situation to another and live very difficult lives and are pursued and have suffered a lot as nirdafim. And, and perhaps this can you know, help arouse our compassion uh, for people who have to go through that in their life. Yeah. Rebecca, something? I was just thinking about self-promoting. Self I don't believe that's the same thing. But it's a, it's a it's a way of being aggressive with yourself on people, and I and I, I know there was a time when Israel was uh, people were saying you know we don't have good PR our problem is we don't have good PR, <laughs> and I, I kind of bothered me I'm like right. oh, we don't have to promote ourselves we don't have to have PR people can't see evil like you know now I think. There was news that was being hidden from people, and I think that has changed to a degree. There are agent odds reporting different places that make the evil known. That's different than promoting yourself in some kind right. of a way. Right. And that's that's what I'm taking, taking also, I guess, from this is that there's a certain way of being aggressive with oneself that is that's not really over promotion of self, right? right. right. Also, I don't think it matters, because no matter how good uh, Israel's PR is, it's not going to affect 
uh, you know, the, all the nations that are against us. It's not because of our lack of PR that they're that they're against us. Okay, have a great day, everybody. And a Freilchen Lagva Omer. And the light of the Torah of Yeshurun Bar Yochai should pursue us, Bezras Hashem, and find us. <laughs>